Hi everyone, it's Brittany and welcome to One Hot Mess. So today we're going to be talking about cheating. Right now we're going to go over five core reasons people cheat. And let's get into it guys. Surviving infidelity or cheating is a unique kind of pain. When the person you trusted most in this world breaks that trust, it can be hard to know which way is up and how to move forward. And when you're trying to survive infidelity, you may wrestle with the decision to stay in the relationship or move on. It can be an overwhelming choice, especially if you have children, and especially after such intense heartbreak. So, here are the five core reasons why people cheat. Number one, people cheat because they're angry or want revenge. So, anger and revenge are common reasons for cheating. You know, one partner feels slighted or ignored and acts out their anger by engaging more with a coworker or whatnot. And this gives the cheating spouse or partner a feeling of having reestablished a sense of equilibrium in the relationship after feeling less than or put down. People who cheat are often looking to gain a sense of control when they feel disempowered, helpless, or wavering in their relationship. And by acting out their anger, intimately, the cheating spouse is essentially acting out a desire for revenge, dispelling their own felt or unconscious shame and humiliation onto an unsuspecting partner, like a game of emotional hot potato. Two, people cheat because they are insecure. I mean, not surprisingly, low self-esteem is a typical part of why people cheat. When one partner feels invisible to their partner or down on themselves, the allure of attention from another, it can be a big chemical boost to the brain. And with the advent of social media and apps, it has become, you know, easier to get a quick hit of attention from others or indulge in the fantasy of what life might look like with another person. That can quickly snowball into blurred boundaries for the partner who feels invisible and is ill-equipped to find a way back into their partner's main view. Number three, people cheat because of a fear of scarcity. If intimacy or attention is infrequent or non-existent in a relationship, this can kick a partner into a fear-based survival mode, yearning for physical touch and connection. So to be clear, this does not excuse infidelity. But the desire for connection is prevalent in all humans. I mean, people are hardwired for connection. And when their sense of 
connection with a primary partner is compromised, however actual or imagined, some people swing into fierce self-protection. This can include securing intimacy outside the relationship if the primary relationship does not pan out. A survival strategy like this can trick even the most sophisticated of brains into a momentary lapse of judgment, leading a partner astray. Number four, people cheat out of boredom, okay? So, yeah, (laughs) a reaction to the boredom of everyday life that infidelity can often be in service of a quest to find oneself. Life without investment in keeping things new and exciting together can become just another dreary day in paradise. Wonderlust is expected in some form or another throughout the lifespan and can be healthy and even help a relationship when it doesn't lead to infidelity. The missing piece that prevents wonderlust from becoming infidelity is healthy communication. Often fueled by shame, anger, or fear, boredom that transitions into cheating is typically coupled with inadequate communication in a relationship. Boredom is to be expected, but communication and co-created growth brings couples together, not down a path of infidelity. Number five, people cheat because they want to experience the forbidden. The taboo draw to the forbidden can also be a part of why people cheat. For some, excitement is tricky to come by unless there's an element of breaking rules. When something is forbidden like a partner outside your relationship, the allure can present a boost of arousal that aligns with a sense of power and the satisfaction of getting away with something. In other words, secrets can be attractive. And while the betrayal of an affair may feel isolating, you are not alone. According to a 2018 study, 20 to 25% of men and 10 to 15% of women reported that they've had intimate relations with someone other than their spouse while married. And the impacts of cheating can be lifelong for a betrayed partner children, extended family, and even the person who has been unfaithful, and the affair partner. When considering how to move forward after cheating, it is very crucial to explore the personal impacts of an affair and the environment that resulted in infidelity. But to survive infidelity, you need to put yourself first. It's not selfish to think about your own needs after a betrayal like a partner cheating. Infidelity is a unique betrayal and it is vital to understand how an affair has and may continue to impact you.
and in understanding how a partner's infidelity may affect you, you have to consider there are often emotional, physical, social, and spiritual implications inherent in betrayal trauma. A couple's therapist can walk through relationship issues with you and your partner while an individual therapist can help you address the trauma that comes from a betrayal like cheating. And once you've taken the time to focus on yourself and your needs after a betrayal, a significant step in surviving infidelity is to take stock of the relationship and examine why people cheat in the first place. It can be tempting to turn your back and walk away, but even if you do leave the relationship or divorce after infidelity, you can learn important lessons by examining what went wrong. Digging into the reasons why people cheat doesn't excuse infidelity, but it can give you closure and insight to take with you as you work to mend the relationship and move on. So why do people cheat? Reduced to the most common denominator, all of the reasons for cheating boil down to one thing, unmet needs. If you want to stop or prevent infidelity, your relationship has to be built on a stable foundation of communication. It's not enough to know the signs of cheating or understand why people cheat. Getting in touch with your needs and learning how to communicate them to your partner is imperative. Don't forget your needs and your partner's needs are constantly evolving and need revisiting. It's easy to get lost in today's fast-paced culture and fail to make time for this kind of introspection and communication. But you have to take ownership of your needs and be able to communicate them clearly with your partner. When couples build and reinforce a commitment to voicing their needs and discussing how to navigate competing needs, they build the necessary protective factors against infidelity and a stable foundation for long-term relational happiness. This level of communication is also crucial to surviving infidelity. Now, whether you decide to stay in the relationship or move on after cheating, understanding how to take ownership of your needs and share them with those around you will serve you well as you work to heal from the trauma of betrayal. Okay. There you go. So, that's the five core reasons why people cheat. And now we're going to talk about eight harsh realities all cheaters eventually have to face. Okay. So, is an old flame reaching out to you on social media? Is there a friend you're spending more time talking to or hanging out with that makes you feel better than your partner does? Do you feel that you deserve better? attention emotionally, physically, or both than you currently receive in your relationship. 
Okay. So if you're listening to this episode, most likely, maybe, you've either contemplated an affair, committed an affair, or have been hurt by one. I don't know your situation, but I believe in happy and fulfilling relationships. Even though I am not in one, unfortunately, but it's all good. Anyway, entering into an affair is fully a choice. And I have never found anyone who can give a valid reason for choosing to cheat. If you may be heading in that direction, consider these eight things. Okay, so here are the eight harsh realities every cheater will eventually have to face. Number one, this is all about you and no one else. You're struggling with some unmet wants or needs and or expectation that's maybe due to your relationship. You either don't know how to communicate with your partner or do not trust they will meet this need. The only one who will benefit from this affair is you. Two, you're probably confusing fantasy and reality. An affair has more to do with your imagination and perception than reality. The one you're thinking of cheating with, he or she may feel like a confidant or a comfort, but most of what you know about the other person is coming from your mind and from the context of your marriage or relationship. Three, you are like the rest of them, okay? The essence of an affair is about coping with a um, deficit in your life. Kind of like alcoholics, gamblers, drug addicts, and food addicts. They all use their addictive behavior to cope with problems or traumas or, you know, whatever it may be. And while you're probably not addicted to the other person, the high you experience from the temptation and time with the other person or persons, for those on sites like Ashley Madison, it just keeps you enthralled and returning for more. You may be addicted to flames. Four, you're playing a losing game, okay? You may pride yourself on being intelligent and able to cover your tracks well. And you may have had affairs in the past that your partner hasn't discovered, but no one plans to get caught. It just happens. And neither intelligence, sneakiness, nor creativity provide you with an advantage. So beware, every affair and every moment you are in an affair is an opportunity for discovery and is lethal to your relationship and you will never know when that time will come five your spouse's emotional pain knows no boundaries there's no way you will ever know and understand how traumatizing your affair is to your partner even if this has been done to you before everyone responds to affairs and traumatic experiences differently. 
if you're concerned about your partner's pain, I challenge you to imagine the worst thing your partner could ever do to you and multiply that by 10. And then imagine having no idea when that pain will go away. Number six, your spouse will never fully heal. It is not just trust in you that your affair will be damaged. Communication, empathy, vulnerability, respect, support, love, appreciation, to name a few, will need repairing as well. The road to recovery for your partner is long and lonely, and there are no no guarantees that you or anyone else won't hurt them again. Making the healing process just as painful and scary as the discovery of the affair. If you have a heart, this process is also painful for you as you watch helplessly while your partner recovers from the trauma of your affair. Number seven, you're gambling with the 150 rule. If you commit this affair, you are 100% responsible for only 50% of the relationship's future because that's as much as you have control over. In other words, no matter how much you apologize, how much therapy you attend, and how much you commit your life to God or some supreme being, your partner has just as much influence on the relationship's success. Additionally, they have the right to leave that relationship and pursue life without you forever and perhaps with someone else. And there's nothing you can do to stop this. Number eight, you need professional advice. An affair is never the best practice to improve any marriage or relationship. So get some help. Work on figuring out why you feel you want to stray and how you can address these issues more constructively. And if you don't seek professional advice on the front end, it may result in legal advice on the back end. Just saying. All right, guys. So there you go. There was today's episode, and it was all about cheating. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Please make sure to hit the follow button, guys, and I will talk to you guys next time. Have a beautiful, lovely day.